Hi everyone, this is Libby, and today I'm going to be talking about chromosomes and mitosis. The nucleus of a cell contains chromosomes made of DNA molecules. From chromosome, each chromosome carries a large number of genes. In body cells, the chromosomes are normally found in pairs. Chromosomes present in cell nuclei are made up of many different genes that encode or produce many different proteins. So, we, as we've just learned, the nucleus of eukaryotic cells contains chromosomes made of DNA molecules. Each chromosome contains a large number of genes. Each gene tells the cell how to make a specific protein. So let's look at a quick question about this. Prokaryotic and eukaryotic cells keep their chromosomes in different places. Where are the chromosomes housed in eukaryotic cells? So if we think back about what we've just learned, we know that it's not in a vacuum, it's not in the cell membrane, it's not in the cytoplasm, but it's in the nucleus. The cell cycle. The cell cycle is the series of events involved in cell growth and cell division. It involves mitosis, a type of cell division, which allows for the growth, repair, and asexual reproduction of cells. It involves the initial growth stage, extra ribosomes, mitochondria, and other subcellular structures are produced in this stage. The cell's chromosomes, which are made up of DNA, as we've just learned, are replicated or copied so that there are two sets of the cell's chromosomes. The next step is mitosis. The two sets of chromosomes are pulled to opposite ends of the cell, and then the nucleus divides into two. And then the final stage is cell division. The cytoplasm and the cell membranes divide to create two identical cells. So we know now that mitosis is a process that produces two genetically identical cells, which means that they have the same genes. And to recap on these different stages of the cell cycle, we know that first of all, there's the growth stage where extra ribosomes, mitochondria, and other subcellular structures are produced. The cell's chromosomes, which are made of DNA, are then copied and that, so that there are two sets. This makes sure that when the cell divides, each cell will get one set. So that's the first stage. Then mitosis occurs, where the two sets of chromosomes, which are identical, are pulled to opposite ends of the cell. Then the nucleus divides into two. In mitosis, one cell divides into two identical cells. And then the final stage is the cell dividing. The cytoplasm and the cell membranes divide to create two identical cells. So let's look in more depth at mitosis. So mitosis, which is the second step in cell division, is part of the cell cycle. So during mitosis, chromosomes are pulled apart. The two sets of chromosomes copied during the initial growth stage are pulled to the opposite ends of the cell. Then the nucleus divides, the nucleus divides into two, and then the identical daughter chromosomes. Mitosis ensures that both daughter cells have the same chromosomes as each other and the parent cell. This is important for processes that require identical cells to be produced. For example, the growth and repair of tissues and asexual reproduction. So, why is it important that the daughter cells produced during mitosis have the same chromosomes as each other? 
This is because it's important for processes that require identical cells to be produced, for example, for the growth and repair of tissues and asexual reproduction. So, as we just to recap on what we've learned, we know that in the cell, cell cycle, the process which occurs before chromosomes duplicate is the cell growth and duplication of subcellular structures. And to look back on the structure of chromosomes, which we learned right at the beginning of this episode, we know that the nucleus of eukaryotic cells contains chromosomes made up of DNA molecules. Each chromosome contains a large number of genes, and each gene tells how specific proteins should be made. In most body cells, the nucleus contains two of every chromosome. Sex cells, which are sperm and egg cells, only have one. So how can we use microscopy to study the cell cycle? Well, we know that microscopes allow us to see things we can't see with the naked eye, and also by culturing cells and then viewing them at a high resolution under a microscope, we can identify different cells in different stages of the cell cycle. If you'd like to know a little bit more about micros microscopy, then uh, I did an episode on this recently, so you can take a listen or have a watch. So just to recap on our understanding of mitosis, we know that the cells divide in several stages. The cells undergo mitosis where they divide into two identical daughter cells. So to look back on the, what's the features of mitosis, we know that sets of chromosomes are pulled apart. We know it's the second stage of the cell cycle, and we know that the daughter cells are identical. So that's everything we're going to learn about chromosomes and mitosis for now. Thank you very much for listening. If you found this episode useful and want to learn two times faster for free, head over to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all your exam subjects for free.